I had to postpone releasing this podcast because I didn't want to put it out without saying R.I.P. to Nipsey Hussle. It happened the same day I was recording, like, probably like two hours before I recorded. So, I ain't want to put this out without saying that. So, here we go. Hey, it's your great pal Jesus Don't Give a Fuck here. And welcome to another episode of Talk is Cheap and I'm Broke as Fuck. Now, today is episode 9, and I will be going on and on about the great time I had at Starbucks. Their coffee is great, their lattes are great, and the baristas are the best baristas in the world. And if you think otherwise, you can just go fuck yourself, because you're a fucking piece of shit. You're a fucking piece of shit. Now, you might think otherwise, but I think it's because you're a fucking piece of shit. But nah, um, <coughs> Alright, yeah, it's episode 9. Talk is cheap and I'm broke as fuck. I don't go to Starbucks, by the way. That was just a, I'm, I went to Starbucks one time because it was real hyped up by some black friends and it was like my worst experience ever. That shit was like, the shit is like a watered down McDonald's latte. I think McDonald's make better lattes than fucking Starbucks. It's like Starbucks add like a fucking pound of water. And that shit tastes like garbage. But white people love it for some reason. But, yeah, welcome to episode 9. Um, what happened this week? Well, last night, um, I gotta talk about comedy, I guess, in a state that comedy is in. Because I was just at a show, a comedy show, with Aerie Spears, and, um, if y'all don't know who Aries Spears is, he's on Mad TV. He's been doing comedy for like fucking 30, 40 years right now. Um, this motherfucker look fucking... He looks strung out, though. He look like he be on some shit. Either he an alcoholic or he be on some shit. But dude is like extremely funny. To the point that it's dangerous. But yeah, he was on Mad TV... He the guy. He did all the voices before that nigga Jay Farrell started doing voices. But the thing about him is, that's not what he leans toward. I mean, he does the voices. That's a plus. But he's also funny and knows how to make jokes. Jokes. You know, you got niggas out here who impersonate people, and that's all they do the whole fucking show, and they jokes not even funny. You got some of them niggas. But yeah, this nigga like extremely funny. And, uh, to a point, it make you start to think, like, I think some comedians, well, not to knock Kevin Hart or anything, but I think Kevin Hart is just a comedian that works best for most people. He don't talk about politics, you know, or nothing like that. I don't think he the best performer as far as comedians go. I don't think he the best performer by far. Even though i never seen Kevin Hart live. But, yeah, I can't imagine what I see on Kevin Hart's stand-up movies being funnier than what I've seen from Aerie Spears. And I think big part of that is because this nigga be talking about some wild shit. 
nigga talk about transgender people. You talk about all kind of shit. This nigga is like fucking out of pocket. This nigga is out of control. This nigga is so out of control. You can't even fucking. The nigga so out of control. You can't even you you I don't even think you could put this nigga in commercial. You couldn't even market this nigga because how fucking offensive this nigga be to people, which shows you how fucking soft people are today. Which is crazy, man. Niggas can't talk about shit no more. But um, yeah, this nigga didn't hold back on anything. He talked about everything. And show no remorse, but it was a good show. I, cause the thing that suck is, I think it's a whole conspiracy thing. You know, between the people who aren't offending people and the people who are just trying to get their money, versus you know, the people who are just doing their thing, staying true to who they was. And. I don't know, I'm just, because the media makes it seem like this dude is a failing comedian, he's not booking any shows, like his shit was on Groupon, nigga. But if you've seen the damn show, like the media makes it seem like his shit is falling apart, his show's not worth it, he's not funny. He's a trash-ass comedian. He's terrible at planning. Like, he's just basically robbing people of their money. And it's like, damn, man, this nigga is a hella good performer, dog. Like, that shit was hella, hella cool. And this nigga ain't paid for pictures or nothing like that. He was walking around, won't be in a dick. It's like, damn, niggas really make it seem like this is the worst nigga in the world. Because the nigga look like the worst nigga. If you see this nigga, you're like, God damn, nigga, you look strung out. Look like you smoke crack. But, yeah, man, that shit crazy, man, because it was a good show. The nigga was funny. Which is, like, fucking crazy. I'm like, damn, if anybody should have a Netflix special, if y'all want somebody who's funny and feel like you know, it don't matter about all the bullshit. You just trying to laugh. This the nigga that need to have a Netflix special. Like, nigga, everybody got a Netflix special. But I'm telling you, nigga, this nigga right here, y'all tripping. If y'all would have seen the show, y'all would understand. If if this nigga is ever in your town, you need to go see that nigga. Because that nigga is, like, hella funny. And the dude, um, it was a guy who went before him. Andy something, I want to say like Steinberg, something like that. He's a fat Jewish dude. This nigga was funny too. Like the show all around was a good show. So, it's like if anybody should have a Netflix special, it should be this nigga. Not even on no Monique shit like, like they not getting paid enough and they not offered a fair. Like this nigga right here is funny. This was a good ass show. And I rather I I paid twenty something dollars to go see twenty dollars a ticket to go see him any day before I spend a hundred and fifty dollars just to go see Kevin Hart. Cause I looked at the tickets, them shits was like a hundred and fifty dollars. I don't know if that's just 
the only ones that was left. But when I looked, that shit was like over the top on some over the top shit. But yeah, that nigga was extremely funny. Like next level funny. This nigga is like still. And it was crazy because I wasn't expecting a good show. I was just expect- I was just doing it because, you know, you know it's something to do. We I ain't been out to no shit like that in a minute, so go out and see the show, but shit. I was extremely surprised at how funny this nigga was. And it seemed like all new material, most of his shit, like after he went on he went on for about a while, which is crazy as fuck. But um most of his shit was like after like an hour and after like an hour and damn fifteen minutes and some change. The rest of his shit was like freestyle and he fucked with the crowd. Which is why I would condone not sitting at the front, cause if you sit at the front, a nigga like him gonna fuck with you. And this nigga this nigga asked the most uncomfortable ass question. But yeah. But yeah, I oh if he ain't go town anytime soon I would extremely recommend and the ticket's not a hundred something dollars, so it's something you could buy last minute and you ain't gotta worry about being broke. Well, depending on who you are, how you set up. But it's around tax time. Y'all will be fine. But, yeah, dude, it's a hella good show. Ari Spears, by the way, is his name. If y'all don't know who it is, you know. I've I known who he was for a long time. You know, but, yeah, Ari Spears. So, yeah, I mean, basically. And I'm going to be off of him in a minute, not to be, like, on his nuts or anything, but honestly, man, like, go see him. Go see him. This nigga is funny. But, yeah, I mean, uh, it make you feel like the state of comedy is still, comedy is still around. Just like music is still around, people try to act like hip-hop is dead because motherfuckers can't rap and you got quote-unquote mumble rappers and, you know, Old niggas hating on young people, you know, and they saying rap is fucking ruined and hip-hop is fucking non-existent. Comedy is still around, you know. Just like your music, you still got your J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, your Big Chris, your Wale's, you know. Comedy is still, is still here. You just got to get off the damn... Get off the internet, get off of Twitter, and go see some of these people. Like, you still got your Dave Chappelle's, we all know. But Ari Spears, you know, still got people like that. Ari Spears and Dave Chappelle and shit like that, keeping comedy alive. And, of course, Cat Williams, even though this nigga be on some other shit. But Cat Williams is still, I still find Cat Williams funny. But, yeah, the state of comedy is still... It's not dead, you know. There's still hope. You know, they make it seem like shit is over. And don't nobody want to make jokes no more. And it's not funny no more because don't nobody want to offend nobody. There's still niggas out here who don't give a fuck. Which made me feel good about the direction the comedy is going. Because if you just watch TV and you stay on Netflix and all that, you'll think, you know, it done got soft. But it's still it's still out here. 
which warmed up my heart last night. And that shit warmed up my heart. And a white woman got kicked out, by the way, for being extremely disruptive, for being a fucking hoodlum and causing a ruckus and disturbing the peace. And that also warmed my heart up last night. And look at this fucking gangbanger in here, fucking interrupting all these fine black people's evening. It was hella white people out there, by the way. But everybody was having fun except for this fucking thug that kept interrupting everything. But they kicked her out. She got out of there. And she was uh, with a black man. And that black king had to, had to also leave because the date that he chose to go with fucked up his whole evening. But, yeah, it was a good show. It was a good show, y'all. Y'all would enjoy it if y'all go see it. So I encourage y'all to go see that nigga. Tickets ain't like $75, which is a good thing. But, ooh, shit, baby. I posted a video on Friday on Instagram so y'all niggas can shut up and leave me the fuck alone. Tired of hearing y'all. Hey, Jalen, when are you going to post another video? When are you going to post another one of your videos? Like, bitch, didn't I tell y'all? Nigga, listen to my podcast. How about that? That'll be a fucking video. Fucking my video's only one minute long. Y'all don't even know if y'all still like that shit, nigga. And I don't even think most of y'all niggas who were saying it even like the fucking video. So, don't ask me to post no more damn videos. Don't ask me why I ain't doing that shit no more. Niggas change. Niggas don't want to do the same shit all the time. I'm past that. We on some other shit now. Tired of doing the same shit. But, yeah, so, so everybody can shut up. I decided to go ahead and go ahead and do a damn video. And um, in my video, I'm basically talking about the Cardi B situation where videos came out about her, you know, when she went on, like, Instagram Live or whatever the fuck, Facebook Live, I don't, whatever y'all niggas be doing. And uh, was talking about how she used to rob niggas, basically. Pretend she was about to have sex with them. Because obviously, she sold vagina, of course. It's not an unknown thing in the stripper world. They do that. It happens. But, yeah, basically, she was talking about how sometimes she would pretend she was going to have sex with them. And tell them, hey, meet me at this hotel and end up robbing their ass. And she also talked about drugging them and then robbing them. Because if you drub a nigga and rob a nigga, that nigga be like fucking passed out. And you won't even have to fucking tussle or point a gun at him or nothing. You'll just take be able to t- take your shit and go. But, yeah, um, a lot of people was upset about that. Which, in reality, if you was upset about this, you don't know a damn thing about the streets. Because, think of it this way. You got a stripper. Who strips for money. Okay? This is her only source of income, right? She don't work fucking Monday. Well, she might work Monday through fucking Sunday. Ain't no telling what kind of creeps be out there. She might be there every night. Ain't no telling what kind of creeps be out there on a Monday night. But... She might start work, you know, I'd say start work at like 9, and maybe shit 
at the latest, fucking ended like four, right? Not even a nine to five, nigga. Nine p.m. to four p.m. So, and you doing this is your main source of income. You ain't going to school. You ain't modeling, nothing like that. This is all you doing. You paying rent somehow. Like, it's hard to believe. I know for a fact, unless you go in there one of them nights or you strip it like King of Diamonds or Magic City or something like that, you know, unless you have one of them nights where a rapper might come in and throw like thousands of dollars everywhere, you're not, um, you're not coming home with them three, four hundred dollars a night. I don't even think you come home with 100 a night. You might have a couple good weekends, but the way everyone thinks strippers making money, they not making money. Every time I go to the strip club, it'll be about 15 niggas, and three of them will be tipping. And they're not tipping big. And if they tipping, you're only allowed to throw ones. So even if he make it rain, he making it rain at ones. $50 in ones look like a hell of a lot of money when you're not thinking about it only being $1 bills. So you'll think this nigga making it rain, then pick it up and find out it was only $52 damn dollars. But to each his own. So think she not going to school, she not modeling. This is her only source of income. You see her with shit like she driving a car, fucking she paying rent, she eating out at nice places. I'm not trying to judge nobody, but most strippers, well, how about this? Most prostitutes strip also. Not saying all strippers are prostitutes, but a Big, vast majority of prostitutes strip also. You know why? They say this is the way they meet clients. A nigga in a strip club, he like, damn, you fine. I want to take you home. You say, all right, nigga, this is how much it's going to be. And that's how they make their money. Well, that's how that transaction most likely happened. Which would then be when Cardi B would say, all right, nigga, meet me at this hotel. Then, bam, them niggas end up getting robbed. But for all y'all, I know a lot of people who try to go out and strip, and then they get mad when they find out niggas ain't even throwing money like that. They thought, oh, I'm cute. I got a nice little booty. You know, niggas going to make it rain on me. That is not the case. I don't know what bone it is in their body that make them want to throw money, but it's only a few it's only a few places or a few niggas who'll do some shit like that, you know. And you also gotta think about the club you in and what it takes to be a stripper. If they just letting anybody strip, you ain't gonna be making no money there. Some of these strip clubs I see old bad body ass, flat booty having, no titties having, old wrinkly ass motherfuckers out there stripping. 
That damn show ain't getting, ain't nobody throwing money at that. They might give them a couple dollars out of guilt. Like, damn, I feel bad you got to do this. I could tell you got kids because I see that C-section scar. I'm so sorry you got to put yourself through this shit. That's the kind of shit. Like, there's a club in Fayetteville. I'm not going to call them out. But someone told me, I was like, damn, how y'all become strippers? Like, what What do y'all got to get an interview or something? They was like, no. All we got to do is go to the owner, tell him we want to strip, pay $5 that night, and he'll let us dance. I'm like, bitch, what? The game is all fucked up now. Because you're not even controlling the environment. You're just letting any wild thing happen in here. Just let any wild thing come in here and dance. Fucking up the business. Niggas gonna see that and wanna leave. Just like Hooters. Hooters don't hire bitches with nice bodies no more. Hooters wait- waiters used to ha- either have to have big titties or some ass. Well, nah, nah, nah. Scratch the ass. They ain't never really had no ass. But they'll have ass and titties sometimes. But titties, you know, that was always... They always had to look nice in their outfits. Now, they hiring any bitch who old enough to serve alcohol. Like, goddamn, where's the ass and titties at? Y'all just out here letting it all hang out. Literally hang with them saggy ass titties. But, yeah, that's what's really fucking up the game. So, take into account, you got all these girls in college who think strippers make a lot of money. Go out there dance a couple nights, realize it's all some bullshit. It's a bullshit game. I don't know why everybody's trying to paint this picture. See, stripping became really big a few years ago with girls like Cardi B, right? So for some reason, every girl want to be a stripper now because they think strippers make a lot of money. No, 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 nigga. That is not the case. Y'all don't know what they doing to get all that money. They got y'all thinking all oh, you doing is stripping. That's why I'm glad Cardi B even said this shit. But Cardi B always been upfront about it. She always told people that she used to have to fuck niggas for money. Y'all don't know what they got. Y'all thinking all they doing is stripping. And that's why y'all got the whole game fucked up cuz y'all don't know how shit goes on around here. And everybody know how, everybody who know the streets know how the shit go. And it's the same shit for the damn, for the damn, uh, all these damn bottle servers and shit. All kind of bartenders, well, nah, I ain't gonna say the bartenders, that's kind of fucked up. But yeah, these, everybody want to be a stripper. They ain't making money like that. So if you only in it for the money... Don't do it. You're going to be sadly disappointed. You're going to be sadly disappointed. Extremely. Because it, it's, it's not even worth it. And being around that, that stripper atmosphere is cutthroat, man. Them strippers, they be, they cutthroat. It's like they want to set each other up. Don't think you got friends out there. Them strippers are not your friends. Them bitches want you dead. Especially if you get more attention than them and you a new girl, 
and now they paying attention to you and not them? Oh, them bitches is bound to stab your ass. So, don't trust them. Don't trust them. Just pay your role. Do your thing. Stripping is not as fun as they try to make it seem out here. And then you'll see a girl who you know out there ain't doing nothing but stripping. And then she have money. She in the video counting 20s. Nigga, you only allowed to throw ones at the strip club. It might be a few niggas out there throwing 20s. But it ain't going to be a nigga every night. You know. So, think. They only throwing ones. And you see this bitch in the video with all 20s on the bed. Nigga, ain't no way in hell. Ain't no way in hell. The shit don't add up. Put two and two together and buy your ass some leather. That shit don't add up. But you got to, um, I guess you got to let them find out on their own. Because they going to call you a hater and say you lying because you broke. All right, bitch, I'm broke. Yeah, whatever. Cool. Whatever, bitch. That's why the podcast is called Talk Was Cheap. And I'm what? Broke as fuck. Cool. I understand that. I've never hid that from nobody. I even go to the strip club and let the bitches know. Hey, you want to dance? No, bitch, I'm broke. I'm just here to have fun. But let them find out on their own. You can't tell niggas nothing out here. Everybody know what they talking about. You can't tell niggas nothing. But, yeah, so that was the big thing. And, uh, and the whole thing about this Cardi B situation is, you know, Technically, you know, I don't understand. If it's a girl and she a stripper, strippers, period. Don't You ain't supposed to trust them. I don't know why y'all niggas go out there thinking they really like you and stuff like that. That's that lame nigga shit. You cannot trust them. Don't be showing those strippers where you stay. Don't be trying to take them home because your life is going to be bound to fucking change in a real fucked up way. Not saying it's about all strippers out here, but fuck, I wouldn't trust none of them just to, just to know I'm safe, nigga, for my safety. Y'all always talking about this, men are bad and all that shit. These strippers are out to get your ass, and they could give, they could give less of a fuck. Strippers will rob your ass, fucking steal from your kids. They'll do all kinds of shit. They'll set your ass up for real. That's why... Most setups start with women. That's how niggas lure you in so you could be set up like that. For any nigga out there, you know, most setups start with women. Because if a nigga want to set me up, he could, he could make me walk. He could make me go straight to his house if a girl is involved. All I got to do, the girl got to hit me up. Tell me to come over there. Tell me she over there. She want it. You know, people be horny. They go over there thinking blind, thinking they about to get some. Next thing you know, they rob, and they at his house. Ain't no telling how many people he got there. He could have 16 niggas there. You at his house, nigga. Most setups start with women. Not trying to say all women are terrible, but, I mean, 
when shit, when crazy shit happen, that's why you got to protect yourself at all times. That's why I'm a nigga like, bitch, if I don't know you, don't put your hands on me. Because these strippers out here are dangerous, and they'll fucking, they'll fucking kill your ass. And y'all out here saying, oh, you should never put your hands on a woman. What the fuck, you going to wait till she kill you? You don't know her. And these strippers don't give a damn about you. They don't give a fuck if your ass got killed. They don't give a fuck. But that's how shit goes in the streets. That's why niggas like me had the opinions that we have. You know, because we know how. We we know. We've heard. We we get the word around. We've been taught. We've seen the game. Apparently. But yeah, if you take anything from my video on Instagram. Or this conversation right here. Don't be blind. By the vagina. Niggas out here blind by the vagina. All a girl got to do is tell you she want to fuck. And, th- and then you could be as vulnerable as a damn, as a baby right there. Vulnerable as fuck. Go over there thinking you about to fuck. Have your guard down and shit. Now look at you. With your pants down. Now niggas up there smacking you upside the head with a gun. So if there's anything you take, just remember these words. Don't be blind by the vagina. But yeah, that's about all entering stuff that happened, you know, over the course of the week. This has been a boring week, bitch. They've been having my ass work overtime all week long. So glad to have these two days off. The weekend is really some bullshit. You talking about damn Saturday and fucking Sunday. And, nigga, really, all you got is a day and a half because Sunday, the whole fucking day, I'm going to be thinking about, damn, I got to go back to work. So that's not even, your day ain't even really focused on being out of work, nigga. Because Sunday, my mind is set on, fuck, I got to go back to work tomorrow. That's all I'm thinking about. Can't think about nothing else but how I got to take my ass back to work the next day. So, really... The weekend ain't two days. That's just a day and a half. And then Sunday, you gotta be, you gotta get yourself prepared for Monday anyway. You gotta make sure your food and everything straight. Make sure you go to the stove. You gotta get everything you need from the stove. You know, just make sure you ain't unprepared come Monday, basically. So yeah, man. That's why I say you only get them a day and a half for the weekend. Which is really some bullshit. I don't know who thought of this. This is the dumbest shit ever. Who the fuck wants to be at work this much? This shit is gay. Overtime, I guess the extra money is alright, but shit. Whew, shit, I need them days. I need them days, my nigga. Money ain't everything. And I hate niggas who say shit like, You ain't doing nothing. You can come in and nah, motherfucker. Look here. I, just because I ain't doing shit or I ain't got shit planned don't mean I can come to work, nigga. I don't want to bring my ass here. It's the, It ain't even the fact that I got to do shit when I get here. It's the fact that being here fucks me up bad. Fuck me up. Rather not be here. I ain't want to spend the energy being here. Fuck all that. Being here fucks me up, nigga. If I got to be at work, no matter what I'm doing, it's an easy day, whatever. 
I'd rather not be here. Fuck you. Kiss my ass. All y'all niggas with no life who fucking family hate them. Ooh, just get your overtime. You ain't got to fucking, uh, you ain't doing nothing. You might as well come in. No, nigga, fuck you. Niggas with no life say shit like that. Y'all niggas gay. But yeah, um, that's going to be it for this one. Fuck y'all if y'all don't like it. I gave y'all some real shit. Let y'all put, put y'all on to some real shit. Y'all can hate it if y'all want it. Punk motherfuckers. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, in sports, um, Lakers not in the playoffs. How about that? And fucking Duke is still in. UNC just got knocked out. Ain't that some shit. Feel sorry for y'all UNC fans who are talking all that shit about Duke. Even though I'm not on either side, I don't give a damn. I just like talking shit. But, yeah, that's about all we got there. And this has been episode nine of Talk is Cheap, and I'm broke as fuck. I'll holler at y'all next time.